listening to Curiosity Chit Chats. Welcome to another episode. Thanks for sticking around if you're still here. I took a deep dive into my old podcast today and it was an experience. I can't believe people listen to me just learning how to do podcasts. And it's crazy. I had to like listen to more recent ones to try and cleanse my palate, but hopefully they're getting better every week and you guys are enjoying them. Um, I'm having fun doing them, so I hope that translates. Anyways, uh, I went on Eventbrite, got you guys the latest latest news. Uh, There's another FEMA jobs program this Sunday for uh, recent college graduates. I think it's from 18 to 26 years old again, and you can look that up if you just uh, search uh, on Eventbrite's what's happening this weekend in Riverside, I guess. I'll put more info about that next week, so that's actually helpful. <laughs> uh, this weekend, also, Let's Roam Scavenger Hunt Adventures, the company, I think, is continuing their trivia, trivia nights, so you guys can have some drinking buddies or trivia buddies or do some scavenger hunts. Uh, and then I found something interesting. It's a monthly meeting for a photography guild in Riverside. It's called the PGOSC monthly meeting. And I think they're meeting tomorrow. So if you guys are interested in that, give them a look. So today's episode is just going to be about my day, really. In not a personal way, but um, I finally had like the mental energy to go through and read everything that my friends posted about uh, social issues and climate change and equality and all this fun stuff that I wanted to explain better on the podcast instead of uh, just dumping it all on Instagram. I feel like some like po- reposting doesn't really do much if we're not understanding it, and I I want to be a resource to try and help that, so, yeah, um, by the way, election day is 54 days away, and I just applied to become a poll worker, and I'm really excited, because, uh, I'm not allowed to vote, being that I'm not a a citizen, I'm a permanent resident, so I'm really excited to, I, I just submitted the application today, you guys can too, if you're looking, uh, they're trying to hire 250,000 people before the election starts, so yeah, it's $15 an hour, if you guys are interested, uh, just let me know, I think the link was going around Instagram too, um, but yeah, that's really exciting, and I, it's, it's three days of like non-stop, 6am to 9pm, so yeah, Anyway, uh, next up on my little calendar here is the Smoke Fire series coming through on SoCal. Uh, so there's fires that have been affecting and like destroying all of Yucaipa and mainly Northern California, but there are still uh, safety concerns in the valley right now because all the smog and smoke is coming down from the fires. And uh, my dad didn't seem to be at all worried about it in Australia we have a lot of forest fires and he was like this is nothing we had one time where we couldn't see the sun it was just blackout and so you know still take precaution I don't know if you guys have seen the photos from San Francisco but it, it, it looks crazy it looks like a video game they've got the bridge lit up during the day it's, it's crazy and from there I found like everyone's talking about climate change again to like 
try to piggyback off of all of that media, and I think that's great, so I wanted to share. Um, the smoke advisory for SoCal uh, was from South Coast AQMD, and they wanted to just say stay inside, avoid physical activity, and run VAC or an air purifier if you can. Uh, this is going to be pretty detrimental to your health in the future, so... Yeah, stay safe. If you smell smoke, if you see ash, or if the sky looks different, take care of yourself. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so the main thing that I've been reading today was about how climate change is not the fault of individuals. And I've kind of jumped on board with this in like the past year or two, and I wanted to share what I read about it today. Uh, The California.yca Instagram account for the youth climate activists it's a small account um they posted on september 8th a thread sourced from forbes nat geo the guardian and um other sources that 100 companies produce 71 percent of carbon emissions worldwide and that's really important to understand because the bp coined the term carbon footprint in 2004 to shift the blame for carbon pollution off of them and onto the individual the article really suggests that this was entirely successful and a devious pr campaign um but i think we need to refocus into these companies because veganism is great and self-sustainability is great and fixing your personal carbon footprint is great but the system needs to change, not just us. If we are a part of it, then we need to be going against it. And I don't think that's radical at all anymore because I was talking to Brandon about this, obviously, because he's the main homie in quarantine now. Brandon uh, took a whole class on, um, you know, the environment and, like, biology and all those you know, he's trying to be a doctor. And his professor put it to him that climate change is like a, a car that's going to crash, right? And it's moving and it's moving. And even if we slow it down, it's still going to crash by 2030 if we don't stop it. We need 45% less carbon emissions by 2030 to be able to start reducing the effects of climate change. And I think that's an important thing to do. The thread talked about uh, some actionable steps you could take. Uh, They have a petition in their bio for the climate emergency declaration. Uh, They want to do that in California, which I don't entirely know how helpful that is. I think it's more helpful their other action plan to uh, contact your city, county, and state officials. And that's a bit easier if you guys have time on the weekend. Uh, They have templates for climate emergency emails and letters that you can send to your district government or you know council members and everything like that to make sure they know that you're on this and you're paying attention and that's the most helpful thing you could be doing right now to make sure your your babies can see the sun you know so yeah they also said uh show up to intersectional local protests of any kind um straightforward i think protesting right now obviously is a a big issue but here's the ting to ting i think i saw to like earlier today that apparently more people have died or like or more damage has been done sorry to california than 
the conglomeration of all of the damage done by the Black Lives Matter movement. So I thought that was some interesting tea. I don't have a source and it's probably more opinion than anything, but yeah. Anyway. And then I read into kind of deeply into this thread called Colonized Behavior 101. And I follow Sarah Borjas, which was my poetry professor before the pandemic hit. Uh, she's amazing. She posts uh, a lot of really informational and educational content that I love. And so, anyway, I got it from there. Uh, the thread is based on Adrian Marie Brown's book called Pleasure Activism, The Politics of Feeling Good, that talks about emergent strategy. And that's what the thread is about, emergent strategy. I looked into her, her account. She is amazing. Oh my gosh, you guys. This is like... She holds a special place in my heart now that I looked over like what she does and what she's about. She's a, a black writer, activist, wellness advocate, anti-bullshit, no-nonsense woman, woman <laughs> taking up space in this beautiful spiritual way. And it's amazing. I really would recommend the book. All of the people that seem to review it were just like, this is Bible, this is biblical gospel knowledge for understanding colonialism and activism in such a, I don't know, like empowering revolutionary time, you know? This is, this is the time to, to be doing this, so, yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, what's colony, col- I can't speak today, you guys, I'm so excited to do my podcast that I <laughs> can't speak. Um, so what does colonialization or colonization look like? The thread is from Grow House BK, and it looked like a New York-based black empowerment think tank that they're um, like pushing theories of equality and representation. They're really cool. You should check them out. So here is the thread. <clears throat> I wrote everything down. I was very passionate about this. We learn to compete with each other in a scarcity-based economy that denies and destroys the abundance of the world we actually live in. We learn that we only have value if we can produce. We learn to manipulate each other and sell things to each other rather than learning to collaborate and evolve together. We learn that tests and deadlines are reasons to take action. This puts those with good short-term memories in a positive response to pressure in leadership positions, leading to urgency-based thinking regardless of the circumstance. We learn to be quiet, polite, indirect, and submissive not to disturb the status quo. We learn to deny our longings and skills and to do work that occupies our hours without inspiring our greatness. We learn to disrespect indigenous and direct ties to land. We learn that the natural world is to be controlled and pillaged to support our consumeristic lifestyles, bonding through gossip and destroying rather than cultivating solutions. We learn that factors beyond our control determine the quality of our lives, something as random as which skin, gender, sexuality, ability, nation, or belief system we were born into set a path for survival and quality of life. We learn as children to swallow our tears and any other inconvenient emotions, and as adults that translates into working through red flags, value differences, pain, and exhaustion. Perhaps the most egregious egregious thing we are taught is that we should be good at what's already possible, to leave the impossible alone. So that's a lot. I really 
the best way I feel like to look at this is a, is a philosophy, as a something that's going to be like studied in history books eventually. Um, and that's why I'm really passionate about this book. I feel like we are moving so like neck and neck against capitalism right now. Maybe that's just because I'm in a bubble with my social media of a lot of people around me that are very like activistic, I guess. Um, but I think this is really interesting to look at the way we're raised in a different way and start to question why, why we, why if you relate to any of these, how can we stop, you know, contributing and, you know, not helping others and contributing to the system. So yeah, it's a lot and I think it's um, just interesting to think about and I'm, you know, the biggest nerd ever when it comes to these sorts of conversations. I would love to have someone on the show actually to talk about this. It'd be amazing. Um, yeah. Not much to say, I just really wanted to, to share it. Uh, and then, so I looked on her Instagram, Dolostakin, and I found this quote from her Twitter that she reposted onto Instagram. And it says, I am so furious about how the president is killing us and how it is still discussed like it's electoral partisan differences instead of fascism or terrorism. The only spell I'm casting these days is the truth. This is not an election year. It's a genocide intervention era. So that's just like to, to give you a, a taste of who Adrienne Marie Brown is. I think she's such a powerful writer, just a ballsy woman. I love it. Yeah. So that was the bulk of our episode today. Uh, a little update about the resources with NSHSS, which is the honor society I'm in. Uh, we are now moving into like getting it processed with admin and they seem really positive about um, offering resources to those transitioning into college during this pandemic and more for our members so yeah if you guys have any questions about that let me know and thanks for listening to curiosity chit chats this week bye